that in terms of mood and sleep, when when you're feeling low, it's really important that we make sure that some of your blood work is in order. But then there's also there's another side of it, which is the counselling and the support and the um, uh, and the talking therapies that are all available. Hi everyone, I'm Hetty Holmes, and you're listening to Hacking Happiness with Dose, the podcast that explores what makes us feel good to get those happy hormones firing. My next guest is Dr. Samira Shahani, Head of Clinical Operations at Thriver, a healthcare service that allows you to take your health into your own hands with home blood tests that give you health insights, actionable support, and GP advice. From post-birth to fertility insights, there's even a test you could do for polycystic ovaries. There's also a women's hormones test you can do to check your hormonal balance. In this podcast, we discuss all the ways that Thriver can help get your happy hormones firing from boosting energy to libido, sleep, and even fitness performance. So if you fancy getting 20% off your test, simply use the code DOSE20 at the checkout. I hope you enjoy. Dr. Shahani, thank you so much for joining me on the DOSE podcast. It's a real pleasure to have you on. An absolute pleasure. I really enjoy being here. Well, we've just been chatting before we started recording about the Thriva test that I've just taken, using quite a few lancets to get the blood out, which was a bit traumatizing. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to get my results. It's going to be very intriguing to see what I'm deficient in. Um, so the the focus of the Dose podcast, it's about like how we get our happy hormones firing. Um, and we usually kick off with dopamine, which is kind of all about like motivation and energy um, and, you know, anticipation of reward. So let's think about energy um, and from the standpoint of Thriva, because Thriva is this amazing piece of kit that, right, you could explain it more articulately than me, but you, you basically, it's a, it's a blood test. You get it in the, in the post and you can test for all sorts of things from sleep disorders to low energy levels to um, kind of fertility. There's a, such a remit of things. But looking specifically at um, kind of low energy levels, which I think a lot of us are suffering from at the moment, particularly, I think, I didn't, if it's the the focus that we put on achieving so much in one day, it could be down to that, or the fact that, I don't know, we're just, we're too hard on ourselves, whatever it is, we all want more energy. Um, and this is a, a test you can, you can do with Thriva. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about that and, and what low energy levels are often linked with, because it can link to things like hormonal imbalance and underactive thyroid, all sorts of things, can't it? Absolutely. Um, and you know, you're spot on. So do- dopamine is a neurotransmitter. It's a way that our body can send messages between nerve cells. Um, and it's really important when thinking about reward, motivation and how we feel pleasure. So it's very closely linked to energy and motivation, as you very correctly um, identified. If we dive straight into energy and how do we test energy if you like um we have kits at Thriver that we send out and that allows you to do your own finger prick blood test at home very easy to do um very straightforward there's instructions that take you through the whole process and what you can do is check your blood to make sure that certain um metabolites are within range so things that we test are basic and advanced thyroid function, for example. Um, it's really important to test thyroid because an overactive or an underactive thyroid can cause symptoms like tiredness, low mood and difficulty sleeping. And it's really important that we know whether you're abnormal because if you're abnormal, you can treat it. It's very straightforward to treat. Um, the other other things that would be worth testing would be things like ferritin. Um, so looking at your iron profile. Um, 
you know, iron, we all know, you know, you often think classically or you get it in spinach, but there are lots of other food sources where you can get dietary iron, um, red meat, for example, pulses, legumes, dark green leafy vegetables like spinach, tofu, dried fruits, nuts and seeds. Um, and iron is very closely linked to anemias. Um, and you can often confirm anemias by doing a full blood count. But it's really important in the first instance just to check your iron profile and your ferritin levels just to see are you getting enough iron through your diet um, so that you that, that isn't a cause of why you might feel tired. Vitamin D is another cause. Um, vitamin D is so common in the UK. Um, we think up to about 40% of people in the UK are deficient uh, in vitamin D during winter. And, you know, the crazy thing is often people don't even know how deficient they are. And the symptoms of vitamin D can be quite nonspecific. They can be you feeling tired, achy bones, you know, your pains in your joints, weakness in your muscles um, and just general low energy levels. And it's really easy to fix. Um, you know, you can obviously take vitamin D supplements and it's also about getting out into sunlight um, in a safe manner, making sure we protect our skin as well. Um, other things that you could also test with Thriver are testosterone, B12 and folate, HbA1c, which is obviously a test for diabetes, um, and liver function as well would be another um, interesting blood test for energy levels. Mm, it's really interesting. I mean, it, it's preventative health, really, isn't it? It's kind of for people, even if you don't necessarily like feel those symptoms right now, it's like really useful to have in your armory, isn't it? So that you know when those moments hit, when you are struck with low energy, that you have this intel in your body. Well, exactly. And I think one of the key things is about tracking it because what is normal for you might not be normal for me. And it mm. might be that, you know, what you seemingly think is a normal blood test you will notice a dip um, and actually you will notice that your mood drops down along with that dip. So it might be that for you, you need a bit more vitamin D to make you feel happier and more energised than I do. So I think that tracking element is really, really key and something that we do really well at Thriver because we've got these great graphs that allow you to track and look at where your health is at the moment and where your levels are at the moment. Mm, and it could be linked with hormones, which we'll get to now uh, when we talk about oxytocin and, and relationships and, and sex and that area. But I guess, you know, our hormones fluctuate all the time and there might be just kind of stages in our, in our cycle when we've got lower levels of energy than other periods. So so getting to that. So um, oxytocin, the love hormone, um, that's how we know it. Um, so it's often linked with the, the kind of the bonding between mum and child, but also it has a lot to do with our kind of libido and sex drive and kind of the way that we empathise with others. Um, so thinking about libido, because it's it's something it's an issue that actually performs very well with our audience in terms of kind of you know people are interested to learn more about it um it's one of those kind of I guess stigma topics it's quite polarizing you know people kind of they don't want to reveal too much about how they're feeling but at the same time it's so important to our health and happiness having a strong sex drive so this can be caused by all things can't it from like kind of low estrogen levels to even low testosterone levels which is kind of, um, I guess, unusual for women because you think you don't need testosterone, but you, you, you do. I think there are some new studies that have come out that show that it's really important, isn't it, for sex drive in women particularly. Uh, so what are some tests that we can do with Thriver to, to kind of look for how we can increase our sex drive? 
Absolutely. I mean, I think you touched on testosterone women and, you know, you are absolutely right. Testosterone is so important um, in terms of sex drive in both men and in women. A low testosterone level can um, cause a reduced uh, uh, sex drive in both men and women. And to increase your test, there are ways of increasing your testosterone naturally. Um, Mm. You can actually increase dietary consumption of things like whole grain foods, nuts, seeds, lean protein, um, a range of vegetables, things like beans and legumes as well. Mm. Um, very interestingly, exercise and resistance and HIIT training can help you increase your levels. And um, Stress reduction is something that I think often we don't think about, but the impact of stress can really have an impact on, on libido and sex drives and on testosterone. Um, adequate consumption, I come back to vitamin D, um, can have an impact on testosterone levels and sleep is really important as well. Um, so yes, yeah, spot on, testosterone is really important and we offer a test at Thriver which allows you to track uh, your levels of testosterone. Mm. Um, there's also other women's hormones, estradiol for example, if we're talking about women specifically, a low estradiol can cause a decreased sex drive and can be associated with vaginal dryness as well. And again, you know, in a very similar way, you can consider eating phytoestrogen containing food, things like tofu, flaxseed, sesame seeds, to help boost some of these levels as well. So there are very much things that you can do within your control, which don't necessarily require medication, that allow you to increase some of the levels yourself. Um, However, I think it's always really important to say that if any of these are having an impact on your relationship or your mood in a significant time period, it's always worth consulting and discussing it with your GP. And I think it's exactly what you hit on that I don't think we give it the due importance um, that it deserves. And I think a lot of women suffer in silence about this. So I think Mm -hmm. it's really important that we do bring it up and discuss it and become much more comfortable discussing these things. Exactly, it's getting comfortable. And it's also very common, isn't it, to have a lower sex drive if you're pregnant or if you're breastfeeding, because that really affects just how your, your hormones are. I think with, when you're breastfeeding particularly, you don't produce as much estrogen. So obviously there's a, there's a low level there. And there's obviously different periods of your psych- of your pregnancy uh, where you might have a higher sex drive than others, but it's very common to fluctuate. So for just for women to understand that that's normal, I think is really important too. Spot on. And I think women put so much pressure on themselves, you know, to get back to normal and, you know, but it can take a long time for your sex drive to return after having a baby. Um, you've got, your body has been through quite a big insult, a trauma, um, you know, very happy trauma, but it has been through that. And it's really important that we give ourselves and our body the time to rest anticipate, figure out what's gone on and just give yourself that time to really focus and, and you know, get through it. Um, but equally, if it is something that we feel that's going on for quite a long time after giving birth, again, it's worth speaking to your GP about. Um, mm. But certainly I know a lot of breastfeeding mums come to me and say, look, my sex drive's still not back to what it was. That can also be due to the sort of hormones and the fluctuations that are going on um, post-birth and whilst breastfeeding. Mm. and also just everyone wanting a piece of you at any one time like your kid your husband your work whatever it is just it's a juggling act isn't it and sometimes you just don't have the capacity to take on anymore so absolutely spot on I think you know stress and um lack of sleep the Mm. impact of that on sex drive is huge um and obviously we all know what it's like to have children waking up in the middle of the night um you know you're not sleeping very much you're probably 
stressed out about it. So yes, that and that's having an impact as well. That along with your hormones um, is, is enough to probably decrease anyone's sex life. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I think absolutely, we just need to be kind to ourselves, but also be mindful for where we think there may be a problem. Yeah, absolutely. And then Thriver also tests for things like PCOS and fertility, um, which is great for family planning um, and also for post-birth, which I touched on earlier. So these services are becoming more popular, aren't they, um, on your your platform? Can you talk a little bit about why you think that is? Absolutely. I think the main reasons are women are wanting to be more empowered and more in control of their own bodies. And I think historically there's been very little research or you know blood testing done at these key milestones in women's lives um and i think women it's right that women feel empowered to own that data to have it so that they know and they can track it all the way through their pregnancy so if you have a baseline before you get pregnant you know what your vitamin levels are your you know your vitamin d your b12 your folate you know what that is and you can track it all the way through your pregnancy and just make sure that post birth you're at the levels where you should have been um so i think that's one of the main reasons why these tests are growing in popularity because it's just a big area which I feel is very underserved and it's actually a great area for women to feel empowered and to have that proactive approach to their health and um, especially because your body is then going to be nurturing another individual so making sure that you're well is all part of making sure that your baby is well as well. Yeah and how do you treat it when you know someone tests for something quite serious like polycystic ovarian syndrome isn't it so when when you when someone gets a positive result for that how how do you then go about kind of delivering the news because it's quite a sensitive area isn't it I mean presumably they don't get just like an alert on their app saying you've got this like do someone call them and have like a proper is like a GP will sit down and and talk to them over the phone about it? So so what we do at Thrive is we make sure that all of our reports are personalised and done by general practitioners so nothing's ever done just as a you know, here's your blood test this is the result so we just make sure that reports we like to have everything in writing so women have mm. the information in front of them so they can have the conversations with a gp with all the information there um so we always make sure that we have very structured personalized reports for all of our customers if there's anything really serious that comes up in a blood test we would often pick up the phone and speak to patients if that's necessary but usually if it's diagnosis for example of PCOS we would often write a very thorough report provide all the blood tests so that this empowers women to go to their GPs and speak to them about what the next steps might be for them we also have great health hub articles which allow women to do a bit more reading so they're not just left with a potential diagnosis with not any support on sort of what they should do or how they can handle this um, going forward. So there's lots of great articles, lots of podcasts available they can listen to and hopefully find out a bit more information about it. Mm. So getting to serotonin, which is kind of a a general happy hormone associated with kind of stabilising our mood, right? And um, sleep patterns and everything from like how we feel in our gut there's a there's a long list of things that it's linked with um but so when we're feeling really like low irritable finding it hard to concentrate and this can be linked can't it to like nutrient deficiencies hormonal imbalances but we can be at risk from developing kind of mental health issues like depression and anxiety as a result of it so it's really important to get on top of it so what are some tests that Thriver offer in that regard like from like low mood irritability that kind of thing that people might not think is a big deal at the time, but it's worth sussing out sooner or later before it becomes a bigger issue. Absolutely. I mean, serotonin is a great neurotransmitter and it's found mostly in the digestive system, very interestingly. And it's also, um, it plays 
and impacts so many parts of our body, like you say, from emotions to your motor skills. Um, and it's considered a natural mood stabiliser. And in terms of mood and sleep, when when you're feeling low, it's really important that we make sure that some of your blood work is in order. But then there's also there's another side of it, which is the counselling and the support and the um, uh, and the talking therapies that are all available. But in terms of the blood work and making sure that everything is in order from that perspective, the test that we can offer at Thriver would be things like your vitamin D, as we mentioned before, which is linked very strongly to mental well-being. Um, vitamin B12, that can also affect the way that you feel and you think and affects irritability, anxiety and depression. And it's very easy to get supplements for it as well. Folate is another one which helps to prevent against memory loss and dementia as you age. Um, Omegas is another blood test that we offer and optimal levels really reduce the risk of depression. Um, testosterone we mentioned that earlier and low levels of testosterone have been associated with poor concentration irritability low mood uh, and you can increase it with diet or obviously you can also increase it through medication and then it's also really important to think about things like thyroid function imbalances because a low thyroid um, especially hypothyroidism can lead to irritability low mood difficulty sleeping anxiety so Mm. it's really important that we get that checked as well yeah and do you think, have you seen a rise in, in people seeking out tests for low mood specifically, or is it is it not an area that's shown particular growth? I think certainly during lockdown, we have seen so much more mental health coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, even in my general practice, I'm seeing so much more in terms of people consulting with regards to that. And, you know, I think a lot of this is what we, we sort of call the biopsychosocial. So there might be an element, which is your blood work and the way, you know, the the diet, what you're eating, what your nutrients are. But there's also a part which is situationally led. So if you are living alone, you're very isolated at a time of lockdown, it can be a very lonely place to be. And I think that is obviously why we are seeing more mood you know, mood um, imbalances coming through and people struggling a lot more with their mood um, during the pandemic. So yes, we are definitely seeing more of that. Um, mm. And I think it's very much worth us seeing it as the whole person and, and seeing how we can help and target um, people and help them through this very difficult time. Yeah. So if you were to have like a Thriver test back that, you know, showed someone did have quite a few areas they needed to work on with supplementation, for instance, and but that you could tell that they needed more help in terms of talking therapy and stuff like that. Like, how would you approach that to take them to the next step? Would you, would it, is it a more consultative um, angle that you would take? Well, I think certainly from from that perspective, what we would do is very much encourage them to make sure that the vitamins and minerals, that they're empowered to improve all of that, because you need that foundation in place in order for the other therapies to work. Um, We would then signpost them to the relevant organisations where they should be able to get help. Um, You know, obviously your first place port of call would be general practice, going and seeing your general practitioner about it. Also, there is um, self-help in terms of your local counselling services. We have a great organisation locally called IAPT that you can often self-refer into. You don't need a referral from your GP to go in. So I think it's very much about people being empowered to have that information to take the next steps themselves. So I think Thriver's journey is very much about supporting them in terms of making sure from a lifestyle perspective, we can help and support them Um exercise um, exercise and diet and making sure if you need supplements all of that is in place so that you have the foundations but then obviously 
signposting and sending you to the appropriate place for the counselling so that it can be a holistic picture and we can help patients as a whole. Yeah. And thinking about like sleep disorders as well, because serotonin plays a very key role, doesn't it, in our kind of sleep and wake cycles. So if people have real trouble falling asleep or they're waking up up a lot in the night, it can be linked to kind of issues to do with their liver function, can't it? And health conditions in the body and nutrient deficiencies, as you said earlier. Um, It can also increase inflammation in the body, can't it, Um, when you're sleep deprived? So, So what are some tests we can do for sleep specifically um, and how can that work with kind of your sleep trackers, like, you know, your, your Fitbits and other technology like that? Absolutely. I, I mean, the import- sleep is just so important in terms of that period of rest is almost seen as important for someone's health and lifestyle as exercises, for example. So mm. um, we really don't probably give sleep enough importance. Um, and I think it's about having that continuous um seven hours seven to ten hours of you know uninterrupted really good night's sleep and, and really how important that is and um, the key things in terms of blood work and what you can test for would be things like vitamin d um again is very much linked to worse sleep quality um and higher risk of sleep disorders testosterone again um, can help sleep quality and duration folate is another one which um reduces sleep quality omega-3 is something i mentioned earlier it's essential for brain function and low levels are linked to much poorer sleep quality and then hb1c actually which is again linked to diabetes and um trouble sleeping has actually been increased increases your risk of developing type 2 diabetes um so it's very sort of intrinsically linked to a lot of um processes within the body so it's really important that we think about it and and make sure that we give it the due diligence and support you know the the focus that it deserves yeah and I mean I'm really going through at the moment as I explained earlier you're having a a small child um a little baby that's now finally turned a corner let's pray um but I think there's something about craving sugar isn't there the morning after when you've had a really rough night when you've been you know when you've got like four or five hours sleep I mean I certainly crave chocolate like first thing just to like give me that boost I need to kind of carry on so that's really interesting that it's linked to diabetes long term is that is that to do with that that kind of factor that you do crave more sugar than the morning after it's a very Good question, because actually one of the things that I think you're sort of drawing out is the sort of causation um, mm. or versus correlation. So, you know, you see the correlation, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that is what's causing it. And it mm. could absolutely be things like you suggest, where people are craving the sugar and having generally more unhealthy lifestyles when mm. they're not sleeping as well. So, you know, certainly I know in shift workers, for example, it's very similar and that increases your chance of type 2 diabetes. So absolutely, it could very much be linked to other causative factors which are associated with it because mm. what what are the hormones that are stimulated when you when you don't get enough sleep what are the hormones that kind of are triggered the next morning and they're like called ghrelin or something yeah so it's a circadian rhythm um, yeah that, that you're that you're sort of referring to um, yeah and, and that can that indirectly can be linked to the um your diabetes and your levels of your hp1c which are your sugar levels um but they're not directly correlated but there are obviously associations associated with it okay amazing so getting to endorphins which is actually just pain relief isn't it but it is often what we associate with that euphoric high that we get post exercise from pushing our bodies a little bit into that stress zone but it kind of rewards us with this beautiful high that makes us feel great and want to do the exercise over and over 
over again. Um, but yeah, so Thrive actually have a test to support fitness, don't they? Um, so I find this really interesting to help us recover and perform better. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. Absolutely. So in terms of our the, the test that we offer for fitness, iron is a big one. And that's because iron is used to um, make hemoglobin. And so if you don't have enough, that will lead to shortness of breath, and tiredness, um, and, and iron deficiency anemias. Um, testosterone, again, really important for muscle mass and strength and bone health and um, red blood cell production. Um, liver function is another one, um, and that's got a key role in digesting and meta- metabolizing food, and it helps provide energy for use if not functioning properly. It will affect performance physically as well. Um, vitamin B9, which is folate, um, is also involved in making red blood cells to carry oxygen around the body. So again, if it's low, you, you get symptoms such as shortness of breath, palpitations, muscle weakness, and pins and needles. Um, vitamin B12 is another uh, analyte that we check for, which works very closely with folate, and it's very important for endurance and, fit and performance. And finally, vitamin D, come back to the really good old vitamin D, and it's got a great role in terms of making sure that you're not fatigued, helping your immune system, and, and helping with bone health. So they're, they're, the te- they're the key metabolites that we offer for the fitness package. Mm. Sounds like vitamin D is a bit of the superhero of this podcast, making me realize I'm not taking enough of it. And we keep getting teased with these little heat waves, don't we? And then they just disappear again. So it seems so unfair. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think it's really important sort of balancing getting out in sunshine, but also protecting our skin. Because the other other side that I see in my clinics of, you know, people coming in with sort of skin cancer. So it's really important that we make sure that we, you know, wear the sun cream and we don't get out in midday sun um that's probably the key things but making sure that you do go out for sort of long walks and get outside and do get some of this amazing sunshine that we are getting at the moment um but also done with in sort of in sensible doses and making sure we're looking after ourselves at the same time as well yeah it's true typical brits the moment we see a ray of sunshine we start pecking ourselves out with no consideration about our skin (laughs) whatsoever and so but thinking about you personally like what are some mood hacks that you rely on so you know we touched a little bit at the beginning about how you know being a mum of two you wish this these kind of tests were available then because you you swear you were nutrient deficient at the time so like how have you adapted your kind of behaviors now like what do you rely on to give you that energy fix in the morning say or um just things that you can rely on to help you sleep better or just generally perform better in your day great question i think it's so much about thinking about it and being aware about it in the first instance so knowing what your baseline is and since doing being thriver personally it really helped me identify where my nutrient you know where my abnormalities were so where do i target and what do i do and being quite prescriptive about that because there's only so much that you can actually do in a day and i think it's always really important that we're kind to ourselves and recognize that um and then I think one of the sort of other hacks is around having very clear meal plans so that you're not reaching for rubbish at the end of the day you get to the end of the day you're not really sure you know what am I going to eat tonight if I've got a plan for it I know it can be balanced and I can think through what I want to eat for the whole week it just helps me to keep that focus as the week goes on in terms of snacking I think, you know, I, I totally understand what it's like to want to reach for sugar highs because they're the easiest things to reach for. And I think sometimes it's about having access 
to things during the day. So I know with my children, when certainly they were in lockdown, we were doing a lot of homeschooling, we prepared what we call snack lines for them. And it was all fruit. And they would come down, they just help themselves to different snack lines, but we never did them for ourselves. And I think it's one of those things where now just I do the same for myself. I have my own snack line and I would go to that as opposed to going for the chocolate um, because it's just planned and thought for in advance. Um, and I think it's about just monitoring and certainly being at Thrivers really made me a lot more aware about that and tracking my own health and seeing the improvements has actually brought me great joy in seeing how my vitamin D has improved and seeing how some of my, you know, my ferritin's improved with dietary changes. And that provides motivation to carry on and keep improving as well. Yeah, no, that's really clever. I mean, I've, I've got a box of blueberries open downstairs as my snack line, I guess, just to have it open and available just so I can dive in when I'm almost not thinking. It's just when you need. And don't you think it's important to like stay ahead of your hunger almost like you would with medication, you know, when you're not well and you've got to like stay ahead with the paracetamol and neurofen. It's the same thing. Like the moment you go beyond what is it like the four or five hour mark, you have that huge drop and suddenly you're like hangry. <laughs> it's really good to stay ahead of it, isn't it? Be planned. Absolutely. And I think, you know, certainly going through med school, I just got into really bad habits, you know, in terms of being on the woods, never really having lunch and always having snacks in my bag. Um, That was just how I survived the last 10 years. Um, And I think it's really being at home that's helped draw your attention to that and having lunch breaks and blocking time out in your diary to make sure that you go away from your screen, get time, you know, firstly, get away from screens is really important because that's going to help you in terms of sleep and just being able to concentrate better but also just allows you to focus on preparing something for lunch and having something and focusing on yourself um it's just so important but you know I, I totally appreciate that these are all nice to have and often the first thing that goes in a very busy day especially you know when you're a mum and you're working often the first thing to go is your own personal health which is it's very sad because it's often the thing that you probably need because to look after others you need to look after yourself first yeah they say happy mummy happy baby don't they no happy baby what is the expression happy mummy happy baby baby. yeah 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 (laughs) that is it (laughs) um so for the listeners out there who have never experienced thriver before they have no idea what it is could you just walk us through exactly what happens like so you go online and you order your kit um and yeah you from your perspective you tell us absolutely so we, you go onto our website um, and there you have a choice of ordering tests that suit you. So whether you want to go down and order a package, like we discuss something for energy or something for mood, or whether actually you want to be a little bit more prescriptive about what you want, you'll have the choices there. You go in, you order your tests. Um, we then send you confirmation and then send your kit out in the post. So it'll be um, a couple of days and you should receive your kit in the post. You will then receive everything you need in this kit. Um, it will have a couple of lancets, which are little needles that are self-retracting. People often see them when you do tests for diabetics. They're very small. You can click them yourself on your finger. They don't hurt too much. They're quite straightforward to do once you've got the knack of it. Um, what we usually say is make sure you drink plenty of water before doing a test and doing a little bit of exercise. That just helps to get your blood flowing and helps it make it a little bit easier when you do take one of these tests. Um, we then require you just to have a couple of drops of blood into a little bottle. Um, you then package it all up, label it up, send it off in the post back to our laboratories where the blood is analysed. 
Um, after a couple of days, a reporting doctor will be able to analyse all your test results and send you a personalised report. Um, and then you should get your results in your dashboard. So you have a dashboard which is all about your tests. You'll be able to see your previous tests that you've ordered and actually be able to track what your results have done um, for each individual analyte as well. So it's pretty straightforward, pretty nice little kit. Um, and it, it's all something that you should be able to do within half an hour. Um, so it shouldn't take up any more than that of your time. Yeah, I was really amazed by just yeah how easy it was. Like this, the follow through, the guide, it was it made it really simple. And I think it was really helpful having the extra lancets because maybe I was a little bit dehydrated at the time. <laughs> I think because you meant to, aren't you meant to fast for eight hours before as well? It depends. I, it depends which blood tests you're having done. Some are okay. really important that you do fast. So usually we say do it first thing in the morning um, mm. because often you have fasted overnight. You've not eaten overnight. Um, and it's just about drinking plenty of water. Fasting doesn't mean that you can't drink water. So make sure that you've had plenty of water and then doing that exercise before as well. Um, and once you've got the hang of it, you know, it, it, it becomes so much easier, especially if you're doing sort of repeated tests as well. Usually mm. what we do is we... Say it's probably best done on a subscription model because we do believe in tracking and seeing how your results improve with time. And that's where we really feel that people get the most value out of their Thriver blood tests. Um, so once you've done your first one, after three months, you'll get another one. You know, usually people will be 100% ready to go with that. And do you find people, they start a subscription and they, you know, they might start initially for something like, I don't know, low energy, but then over time they'll, they'll realise they're deficient in other areas and they'll end up taking different tests for different things. Absolutely, because there are certain blood tests which you, you don't need to necessarily check every three months. So mm. I think we give you that sort of opportunity to pick and choose your package and drop tests and bring tests back in and you might for example have restarted a very active program to try and improve your vitamin d but it might be that you feel that you want to test that after six months or you want to test it after four months and we give you that flexibility to be able to do that so you don't you're not sort of stuck to doing it every three months amazing well it's been such a pleasure talking to you today i mean full of knowledge and uh, it's it's really interesting seeing how the the company's grown over the years i've been kind of charting the development since you guys launched and it's it's amazing i know quite a few of my friends that have kind of found it organically um and really love it so yeah keep keep doing the good work and uh, i can't wait to get my test results back i think i might have had a text message actually does that mean i need to check my dashboard because i haven't done that yet Absolutely. I yeah. think if you've got a text message, often we will send you a text message to say your results are available so you can log on to the dashboard and you should be able to see them there. Right. Um, okay. But no, I, it's been an absolute pleasure. I really enjoyed the last half an hour. Um, and hopefully you carry on your journey with us at Thrive as well. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much and uh, yeah, I'll speak to you soon. Thanks. Thanks, Ed. If you have any questions about today's podcast, please drop us a line at hello at whateveryourdose.com.